3: With Reverend Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Reverend Jennifer Hadley.
1: Ah, hello, hello, hello. How good it is to be together once again. For such a holy purpose, our healing, our expansion, our upliftment. (sighs) So, this week I am riding high on uh, the last two weeks of the Living A Course in Miracles classes. And we did two, I did two classes last week on forgiveness and relationships that were so. Oh, just so super yummy. And so I'm, I'm taking off, uh, jumping off using that like a trampoline, jumping up even higher. And this week we're going to talk about relationship and forgiveness and particularly being defensive, being defensive, <laughs> which happens in a lot of relationships. So let us dive deep into the heart here. I'm going to invite you to place your hand on your heart and join me in a blessing. We're taking this holy breath, this holy breath of love and gratitude as we open our hearts and minds to the infinite, unlimited possibility of love that is the nature of our life. We're grateful. We're grateful right now to remember ourselves As perfect, whole, and complete, and we're seeing our brothers and sisters and all of our members of the spiritual family, all of our relations in this spiritual family as perfect, whole, and complete as well. We're grateful to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and invoke divine love into our awareness, divine peace and harmony. And we're invoking divine grace. Into every aspect of our life and being. We're not relying on our own opinions and judgments anymore. We're opening to the unlimited, unprecedented power and presence of God right now. So, in this moment, we place on the holy altar fire of God's love all opinions and judgments, all defensiveness, all thoughts of separation, lack and attack, limitation, where giving them to God right now for healing, and we're opening our awareness to the truth that sets us free. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we rejoice to accept our healing now and say together, and so it is, amen. Amen, amen. Hmm. So, I'm looking at the text of A Course in Miracles, chapter 22, section 5, which is entitled Weakness and Defensiveness, and this section comes in the middle of this chapter entitled Salvation and the Holy Relationship, and uh, for those of you who are new to uh, this radio show i in- encourage you to go to the archives uh we have a lot of wonderful shows in the archives and in the month of february we really focused on relationship and healing relationship and so uh i'm i'm not going to cover uh old ground too much um but i really encourage you instead to go and and listen to the uh Shows about holy relationship, special relationship, and healing relationship. And if you really would like even more, I encourage you to check out Uh The classes from last week are already over, but you can still purchase them. And um, all the other classes in this series, which was extraordinary. So... Weakness and defensiveness, it starts off with how does one overcome illusions? How does one overcome illusions? And one of the things that A Course in Miracles teaches us is that that which is real is eternal, infinite, and changeless. That which is temporary, temporal, time-based is an illusion it's a projection of our mind and i was speaking with the abbess of a buddhist nunnery the vajra dakini nunnery in vermont and uh in lincoln vermont and um we were having this conversation recently about the the nature of the illusion and the nature of true reality and uh many, many spiritual teachings, religious teachings, understand that this is the dream of Maya, where we're dreaming that we're dreaming. (laughs) And we're waking up within the dream to realize that we're the dreamer. And uh, for many people, it causes great distress to think, oh, this is an illusion, because they think it's meaningless, it's pointless. I, I, however, along with many others, believe that, just because it's an illusion does not mean it's meaningless or pointless. But it is, in fact, our path of enlightenment. It's a particular path of enlightenment. And the Buddhists believe that it is actually a, a, a faster path to enlightenment, to incarnate in the body and go through the experiences of karma and dharma and reincarnation. And that's what it talks about in A Course in Miracles. A Course in Miracles teaches us how to save time. So we're saving time, we're saving, incarnating over and over again by waking up within the dream. And some people in other traditions call that ascension. So uh, Jesus, the man Yeshua who walked on the earth 2,000 years ago, um, brought forth an understanding of the Christ Presence and was so aligned with it that he actually embodied the Christ presence which we can all do that was one of the things he taught us and he also taught us that this was a dream it was temporary and that uh, there's much more to come and that we can purify our minds and save time, save suffering so uh, Buddha's message, Jesus' message, similar messages, building one on the other and Course in Miracles is building on that and letting us know that we can relinquish the way, oh my book is falling apart here, (laughs) pieces are falling away Um, (laughs) um, that we can wake up and so it starts off here in this section, it's my page 478 in the text Paragraph one, how does one overcome illusions? Surely not by force or anger, nor by opposing them in any way. So you can't resist, you can't resist, you can't fight it in order to undo it merely by letting reason tell you that they contradict reality. They go against what must be true, force and anger. That's what he's speaking of here. The opposition comes from them, but not reality. Reality opposes nothing. So true reality is infinite, eternal, changeless perfection. Reality opposes nothing. It includes everything. What merely is needs no defense and offers none. Only illusions need defense because of weakness. Now, It says, and how can it be difficult to walk the way of truth when only weakness interferes? So, think about this. Very often, we as spiritual students, and I definitely include myself in all these conversations, I'm working it out minute by minute. Oh, my goodness. That's for sure. So, I know we, we, I used to do this all the time. I used to say, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard to be good. There's so many temptations. It's so hard to be good. It's hard to be loving all the time. It's hard to be consistent. It's hard to be compassionate all the time. It's hard not to get angry. It's hard. I used to say all of these things. Now, my training as a science of mind practitioner and minister is uh, if I really want to experience something, just keep affirming it. And so it is. So I learned, ooh, to stop saying it's hard, unless I want to experience it being hard. So I say instead that there are ideas, there are thoughts, there are beliefs that I have that are challenging. But undoing them is not hard. Undoing them is challenging, but a challenge can sometimes a very intense, the most intense challenges of our life can be over in a flash. Right. So think of this. I'm inviting you right now to think of a time when you were intensely challenged uh, by some relationship, some experience, very intensely challenged. And, and I'm inviting you to think of an intense challenge where now you're on the other side of it and you've had a healing, you've, it, you've fully harvested the learning and the expansion of it. You may recall, if you contemplate deeply, that there was a choice point, a turning point, where you stuck your sword in the ground and you said, I am not backsliding from here. I'm not going to give myself any wiggle room anymore. I'm going to stand strong and firm and true. When it take a stand for love, and I am not going to move and f- then perhaps the wind blew very hard, trying to blow you down. the winds of anger and frustration and irritation, the winds of craving and yearning and needing and wanting the the winds of seeming lack and limitation where Life seems to be pushing on you. Some people think of it as testing, as though God were testing you to see what your metal is, right? But it's not that. It's the divine, your own divinity, your own higher Holy Spirit self, the I Am Presence, giving you an opportunity to strengthen yourself. Now, check this out. My friend, Reverend Karen Russo, beautiful minister. She's been a guest on the show. She's the author of the Money Keys, and, and uh, she and her husband uh, they went to visit the Biosphere in Arizona. I think it is where there's this dome, and they have inside of it uh, a uh, uh, all these different ecosystems. And so they they built this thing to see, you know, if if there was a nuclear holocaust or something that the people and the plants and everything inside the dome would be protected from that catastrophe and um so they were creating this uh community to survive catastrophe. Well, everything in that dome is working great ex- according to what Karen told me she learned on her visit, except for the trees. Because the trees don't have wind and rain and things pelting against them like that intense wind that, uh, you know, most trees experience from time to time or on a daily basis, some places. So because there was no wind, the trees were floppy and they had to be propped up. So they worked great, but they weren't strong enough to stand on their own because there was no wind. So you can look at your life and you can say, oh, there's so much wind pushing against me. And it makes it so hard for me. But that's the point of view that you can change. That's the point of view you can change. And instead you can say, oh, this this is the wind of love and compassion giving me an opportunity to stand strong like that tree. So I I love trees. I have a very special spiritual relationship to trees. I believe that trees are very wise beings. And, you know, a tree stands, and a a lot of big old trees have been standing in the same place for hundreds of years. They've seen a lot. They've done a lot. They've helped a lot. They've hurt a lot. Lots of stuff happening to those trees. And they gain tremendous insight and wisdom, and they're profound healers. And so I'm, I'm one of those tree hugger people. And I, in times of great distress, have just gone into the the woods and the forest and placed my head against trees and asked for healing, and I've always received it. So I invite you to consider that if you're feeling uh, off balance or crazy or dysfunctional to um, lie down on the ground, to hug a tree, to get in tune with nature. So... Sing all of this to say, it's like my grandfather used to say, struggle makes you strong. But he he had that old saying, but it's, I don't believe we need to struggle. But the challenges give us an opportunity to strengthen our heart so that our heart is strong, so that we can be lion-hearted, so that we can be whole-hearted. Think of that, wholeheartedness, wholeheartedly here for God, wholeheartedly loving, heart and mind congruent. This is the strongest place we can be. So when we go into a place of defending ourselves, the first energetic that's happening in that defense is we are affirming that we've been attacked. So we're giving energy to the attack. Attack. We're giving credence to the attack. But we can learn to stand in truth. So it says here on 478 only illusions need defense because of weakness. Right? And how can it be difficult to walk the way of truth when only weakness interferes? The way of truth is a path where there is strength, like that tree. Standing strong and tall. Weakness. Defense. Weakness is a defense. So if you find in your mind that you are constantly defending yourself and explaining yourself. I used to do this all the time justifying, explaining, defending in my mind, having all these conversations, my mother, my brother, my father, my friends, my lover, my boyfriend, my this, 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 you know, all the time, my boss, constantly defending, 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 defending. And every time I moved my mind into that space, I was aligned with the ego. I didn't know it until I knew it. Once I saw it, I realized, oh, I am shutting that behavior down. I cannot afford to weaken myself through allowing my mind to go into making a defense. I love talking about the trees. So it's time for us to take a break. It goes by so fast. So I'll just remind you, I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles. And we are walking the talk and living the love right here on Unity Online Radio. Our goal at Unity Online Radio is to continue expanding our spiritual programming and growing our listening audience. To help us become an ever-stronger voice in today's world, we ask for your support. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you.
3: Do you sometimes feel as though the door to happiness has closed and there's no other door in sight? In her book, Ask Yourself This, Unity Minister Wendy Craig Purcell reminds us that everything happens for a reason. We've all experienced situations which felt like anything but good. We may have lost our job or gone through a divorce or experienced some other dark night of the soul. Yet those very experiences, when met spiritually, can lead us to a much greater good. The lost job can be what finally motivates us to discover the work that truly feeds our soul. The ending of a marriage can trigger us to do the emotional healing and personal growth work we've been avoiding for years. Every one of us can look back at negative or painful experiences in our lives and say that they turned out to be the best, worst things that ever happened to us. For more insight from Wendy Craig Purcell, read Ask Yourself This from Unity House Books. If you're focused on getting the right answers, Ask Yourself This emphasizes the importance of asking the right questions. Order your copy today at www.unity.org.
2: From on
0: the air to on the sea, Pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for?
3: An early winter Monday With all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand, a little less stress and a lot
1: more time.
3: Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do, and a lot more be. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
1: So we're back here and talking about weakness and defensiveness. And uh just want to let you know something that I'm doing that's new for me. I'm launching a membership program. Uh, uh, over the years, many people remember when I used to have a, a weekly study group on the phone and people could ask me questions and they really appreciated that. So I am launching a membership program that uh, it's very low cost, $16 a month. And every week I'm doing a call. You can call in and ask me questions. And I've got some other great things and discounts on my programs. And it's just very, very low cost, just enough really to cover the uh, expenses there. So if you would like to, on a weekly basis, be able to call and ask me questions and get some counseling over the phone and listen to other people's questions and that counseling, Uh, I'm going to also... Invite some wonderful people to uh, discuss some of my favorite topics and some of my non-Course of Miracles favorite authors. So we're going to have a great time every month. So you can look for that at JenniferHadley.com. And, of course, you can join me every day in prayer at my prayer line and my daily blog, which I call my Spiritual Espresso, and all of that's free. Also, don't forget at JenniferHadley.com, you can get my free workshop called Get Over It for uh, anyone and everyone who's got a challenge getting over uh, something uh, they get, I get so many so many testimonials from people that they get over at Workshop, which is totally free, uh, right there on the homepage of JenniferHadley.com. Uh, and uh, you can go and get that for free. And then also I'll just mention that a couple of little things here. Uh, Finding Freedom, my seven-week spiritual boot camp class, if you're ready to rock and roll and to really shift your life Finding Freedom is a great tool. Uh, uh, Many, many people have used it with tremendous transformation and success in just seven weeks. And that next one begins August 1st. So that's my seven-week spiritual boot camp class, which is not free. And um, you, you get all those recordings the downloads, the transcripts. And it's quite an extraordinary adventure. I just love it every time. It's better every time I do it. And uh you can come with a friend and get a big discount and things like that. Also, uh I'm in St. Louis the first week i uh, not yeah, St. Louis, the first weekend in August. August three to fifth at the Mercy Center there. And registration you get online, jenniferhadley.com to the events page and you'll see all the upcoming things but I've got that retreat in St. Louis and uh, good things coming in September I'll be in Chicago and New York and uh, hoping to be in the UK and Germany in November um, Copenhagen next May the Course of Miracles conference with all my Course in Miracles buddy, buddies in April you can sign up for that let them know I sent you and uh, there's a uh, uh, the, uh, the discount that's on right now for that chicago April twenty thirteen conference that uh, expires not too long from now, so I invite you to get in and get that and then David Hofmeister and I are planning back to back retreats a uh, week at Christmas for the uh, we've got the winter solstice, the end of the Mayan calendar and then New Year's together, two weeks back to back come from one or both and have a really deep, deep, profound uh, healing transformation, uh, lots of meditation and uh, contemplative time, fun teaching, we'll look at some movies together, really have a, a great healing, nourishing time, uh, two weeks back-to-back end of the year and New Year's uh, in Utah. So uh, that's not on my events page yet, but it will be soon. so back to weakness and defensiveness consider what the ego wants defenses for always to justify what goes against the truth flies in the face of the reason it makes no sense can this be justified so what it's telling us here is That every time we move into a defensive posture, we're pushing away from the truth. We're saying, I am not interested in the truth. The truth is, everybody is my brother or sister. I'm one with everyone. That's the truth. What do I need to defend myself for? right, and if you you look at the greatest spiritual teachers of all time, the ones that have been able to really lead a nation out of um, tremendous <clears throat> violence and stagnation and all kinds of upset, think of Mahatma Gandhi, think of Jesus, think of uh, Martin Luther King jr think of uh Oh I just had an, another one. I can't think of it right now, but they've been able to do this tremendous deep transformation for, not just for a community but for a nation through practicing this defensive defenselessness, which is what the teaching of nonviolence is is recognizing that we're one with each other and we're not separate. Every time we go into a defensive posture, we're energizing the ego, we're energizing separation, we're energizing limitation. And we're energizing that there's a lack of understanding, a lack of love, a lack of compassion, a lack of wholeness. And where is that lack of being experienced it's in our hearts we're projecting it out and making somebody else responsible for it you catch that so if you go into a defensive posture in your mind making excuses excuses, and defending yourself then what you're doing is you're creating tremendous amounts of suffering for yourself and for others because you're one with them so those of us who are of course miracle students spiritual students with a strong practice we recognize when there's the temptation to defend ourselves that we instead are going to choose to look within to the truth we're instead we're going to choose to remember that we are one with that other person. I love what it says here. We you know, we don't have to defend the holy spirit. We don't have to defend love. We we activate love within our hearts and we project that into the world. We be that. We be the peace. We be the love. We be the joy. It says here in paragraph 3 on page 479, God holds your hands. And what can separate whom he has joined as one with him? Who can separate you from God? No one. But you can believe that you are separate. You can believe that your brother or your sister is separate. And when you've moved into a defensive posture, that's what you're affirming. So of course you're going to be irritated. Of course you're going to be frustrated. Of course you're going to feel sick. Of course you're going to feel worried. Of course you're going to feel afraid. You're choosing the thoughts that create a deep and abiding sense of separation. And it's up to you to make a holy offering of them and release them. Only you can do this. No one can do this for you. This is for you to do. And in the doing of it, you become like that tree rooted in the ground saying, I will not be moved. I am here in this experience to remember my true identity. This is the most important thing. Remember, a tree is not grasping. A tree is not trying to compare to other trees. Tree stands and offers right offers so much it offers fruits and nuts and flowers and berries. a tree offers oxygen and nourishment, shelter all, all these things, but does not need to defend i I love to think of the trees, I love to think of myself as aspiring to have that <laughs> that sense of. Stillness and peace that tree can have, no matter how hard the wind is blowing. You know, a branch might get torn off, but the tree stands, right? So it says here, God rests with you in quiet, undefended and wholly undefending. For in this quiet state alone is strength and power. Here can no weakness enter, for here is no attack and therefore no illusions. So in your relationship with God, in your relationship with love, in your relationship with the divine, there's no illusion. That's where the truth is, and that's why the truth sets you free. Love rests in certainty. Only uncertainty can be defensive. Aha, there is a big clue for you. So notice, next time you feel yourself moved to go into a defensive posture in your mind, That's because you're not certain. You're not certain of who you are. You're not certain of your true identity. You're not certain of your strength. In fact, you're moving into that place of feeling certain of your weakness, and that is why you defend. So when you meet someone in the world who is defending themselves, instead of saying, oh, look at that jerk, or getting into an argument with them, Have compassion, because anyone who's defending themselves feels weak. And by defending themselves, they're weakening themselves even more. So have compassion. And you're having compassion, extending love and compassion to your brother or sister who's feeling tormented and weak and defensive. Can be all that they need to come right with themselves. And so then you're, you're the Bodhisattva, you're the loving presence, you're the infinite love of God made manifest in this world. And isn't that what you'd rather be than weak and defensive? So sometimes we think, oh, I'd like to be in that bubble where nobody bothers me and I feel protected, right? And I don't have any problems and I'm just in my little space. Spiritual sanctuary reading books and there's no no irritation and no frustration. But think of those floppy trees in the biosphere. Right? <laughs> do you want to be one of those floppy trees? I don't think you do. So I, I know in my experience uh as a spiritual practitioner, a counselor, and minister over the years, many, many people have come to me and said, my aspiration is to be peaceful, my aspiration is to be loving, and to stay consistent, to be committed to it, and to have a strong spiritual practice. You know, And then before you know it, they come back and they say, oh my God, everybody's driving me crazy. All heck is breaking loose in my life. It feels like the, the winds have changed, the stormy relationships and everything is pushing against me and uh, gosh I just want to give up all this spiritual stuff and eat some pizza and drink some beer and watch some reruns of uh, Dallas or something you know <laughs> and escape from the world well that's so understandable that's uh, very understandable and Here's how I learned to think of it. I I learned to realize, and I'm very grateful for this realization because it's been so precious to me, that anyone who seems to challenge my peace, seems to be the cause of irritation or frustration, they're not. They're my brother, sister, come to help me strengthen like that wind. I'm sitting outside right now. I don't know if you can hear. There's some wind around me. I'm looking at the trees blowing in the wind. So I'm inviting you right now to place your hand on your heart and think of someone in your life who seems to push on you, and they seem to be a cause of irritation or frustration. You're blaming them for your Inconsistency, your inability to stay in your compassionate heart, your peaceful mind, your patient mind, your equanimity. You're blaming them. That's their fault. <laughs> but you know, here's the thing look at the Dalai Lama. I always look at the Dalai Lama because he's such a joyful, happy being. And you know, the Chinese government pushes so hard on him. You know, raping, pillaging, destroying and yet he's not irritable he's not frustrated he's challenged but he's strong he's very very strong and it strengthens him and that strength that he offers to the world helps us all so you can be that you can be that strong <coughs> excuse me voice in your family in your workplace in your own home And take a sip of my. I've got my spiritual espresso today. Yum. You can be that person or not. So when the wind blows on you, you can say, oh, this is my opportunity to grow stronger and taller, fortify myself. Be more loving, more patient, more kind, and look at how how easily am I pushed off my strength? How quickly do I buckle and weaken? It says here, love rests in certainty. Only uncertainty can be defensive, and all uncertainty is doubt about yourself. So when you feel pushed into defensiveness, Don't, rather than doubt yourself, put your faith in God. You are the presence of God. Everything is within you. Seek the kingdom first, and all else will be added unto you. That is the truth that sets you free. You know it, and now it's time to practice it. This is the thing that sets me free moment by moment, day by day, and this is why I feel compelled to share it with you, because It has been a miraculous healing for me, and it continues to be a miraculous healing every single day. So I invite you to become my prayer partner. You can sign up for that at JenniferHadley.com. On the blog page, you can listen to the prayers at the prayer page. And it's time for me to take a break. So I'll just remind you. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles, where we are walking the talk, we are living the love, and we're doing it right here on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back.
0: What I desire for myself, I desire for all beings. There is only one presence and one power at work in the universe. As I align myself with this truth, I set in motion ripples of peace, harmony, and abundance throughout the world. In a quiet time of prayer, I center my thoughts on the perfect peace within me. There is no lack, no separation, only the wholeness of peace. I affirm aloud, I am peace. You are peace. We are peace. I rest for a moment feeling my heart expand as peace radiates from me. I envision a world in which all beings live in harmony, free from lack, free from violence, and at peace. One by one, each of us creates this peace for all. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or a friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com.
2: What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real, be vulnerable, be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked.
1: Hey, by the way, in case you didn't know, you can get all of these downloads. I think this is episode 44, what a great number, and uh, they're all available for free. Download them at iTunes, and tell your friends too, because uh, a lot of times people are looking for some great free material to support their spiritual practice, and we got it for them. So, this is what, I love this. Uh, This is page 479. Again, we're in chapter 22, Salvation in the Holy Relationship, Weakness and Defensiveness, Paragraph 4. How weak is fear, how little and how meaningless. And don't you know that when you feel afraid, you feel little and meaningless. How insignificant before the quiet strength of those whom love has joined, right? So, for those of us who are when we feel that strength of love, the defensiveness, the weakness the all of those things, I just know this that sometimes, believe it or not, people will throw all kinds of attack at me, and sometimes some course in miracles people, it almost feels like they'd rather beat you over the head with that book than just it with you or extend love and uh, many Course in Miracles almost every Course in Miracles teacher has told me they've had the experience of being attacked by a Course in Miracles student So, but when you stay in your loving heart you feel strong and you know what's great is you don't feel superior you feel compassion you know that you are one with the person who's attacking and you're your greatest uh, joy is to hold them in the light of love and know that uh, their upset is not real. It's not real. It's it's an emotion. It's a feeling. It's moving through them, but it's based in falseness. It has no basis in the truth. So it says here, How insignificant before the quiet strength of those whom love has joined. This is your enemy, a frightened mouse that would attack the universe. How likely is it that it will succeed, right? That defensive person is not going to succeed. Can it be difficult to disregard its feeble squeaks that tell of its omnipotence and would drown out the hymn of praise to its creator that every heart throughout the universe forever sings as one? Which is the stronger? Is it this tiny mouse or Everything that God has created, you and your brother, are not joined together by this mouse, but by the will of God. And can a mouse betray whom God has joined? (laughs) Just uh, That strikes me as funny. Um, A little mighty mouse, a little mouse trying to be something, you know, as... uh, as you know, I've uh, talked a number of times in this program about lesson 135. It's one of my favorites. It's the longest lesson in the workbook. And, uh, it's called, If I Defend Myself, I Am Attacked. And, uh, it says one of my favorite statements in here is, For no one walks the world in armature but must have terror striking at his heart. So when you see someone who's got in a defensive posture walking around, you know that they're inside, they're quaking, they're terrified. Now, you can make fun of them, you can deride them, right? And very often there's a temptation to do that, right? But you know what that is? That's just our own fear and terror about our own defensiveness. So what we're aspiring to do here with uh, our practice of A Course of Miracles is to open our heart in compassion to ourselves and to our brothers and sisters and not deride anyone, not to make fun of anyone, to fear no one, and to love everyone. We don't have to love what they do and the choices that they make in order to love them with our whole heart. And this is one of the most wonderful things to discover. And it takes practice. So, in the Lesson 135, it talks about how defense is frightening. Now, this is Paragraph 3, Lesson 135, which is my page 252 in the workbook. Defense is frightening. It stems from fear. Increasing fear as each defense is made. You think it offers safety. Now, don't we all have enough experience to know that if we defend ourselves, we're just feeling weaker and weaker and weaker as we defend and defend and defend. If we start to move in that direction, it's so powerful to pull a 180 and say, I'm going to shut my mouth. I'm going to take those thoughts and I'm going to make a holy offering of them to the Holy Spirit and say, I'm not interested in this anymore. It no longer serves me. I've learned all I can learn from trying to defend myself. I've learned all I can learn from blaming others. Now is the time for me to move into my heart. Love is the healer. Compassion is an expression of love. It's loving understanding. So we're learning to walk this talk, right? To live the love moment by moment. Defense is frightening. It stems from fear, increasing fear as each defense is made. You think it offers safety, yet it speaks of fear made real and terror justified. That's what's happening when we defend ourselves. We're justifying that fear and that terror Is it not strange you do not pause to ask as you elaborate your plans and make your armor thicker and your locks more tight what you defend and how and against what? So, I'm inviting you to think right now of any place in your life where you've been defending yourself, defending your position Or just running over and over in your mind the defensive story, you know. And you can't let it go. You keep going back to it, defending why you did what you did, right? Going over that story, over it and over it and over it. What are you looking for? What are you looking for when you do that? It's really worth finding it in your own heart. What is it you're looking for? Some justification for the choices that you made. Trying to justify the unloving choices that you made, the fearful choices that you made. Trying to justify playing small. Right? Sabotaging yourself. Very often we'll give somebody else the responsibility of our feelings. Somebody else the responsibility of our choices. They made me do it. They made me think it. They made me. They made me. They made me. What does that do? Then we run over and we defend ourselves. You know, I couldn't help it, blah, 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 blah. Apply love. Love is the healer. Make a pact with yourself to stand like that tree in that wind and say, I'm not a hamster on a wheel. I'm a mighty, mighty, mighty being. And I have the capacity to stand long and strong in the truth that sets me free. And I will not be moved from this place. Defend the body and you have attacked your mind. Defend the body and you have attacked your mind. So, when you feel that hamster wheel turning, if you can say instead, Holy Spirit, help me now. I feel that call to get on that hamster wheel of defending myself. Instead, I'm going to rest in love with you, I'm going to learn something new. I'm going to place this habit, this mental pattern on the holy altar fire of God's love. And I can honestly say I'm not interested in that anymore. I'm interested in finding the strength of God within my own heart. So let's make a prayer about this right now. I invite you to place your hand on your heart and to take this holy breath of God with me and to first and foremost forgive yourself for every, every minute of your life that you have invested your precious, precious life in defending yourself or attacking someone else, blaming someone else for your challenges. Forgiving yourself for every time you believed and affirmed that it was hard, it was difficult, that you didn't have the thoughts of lack and limitation. Forgiving yourself for forgetting the truth. For wishing things were different than they are or instead of recognizing that there is something miraculous in your, your life right now. Right now. Right now, so we're opening to that miracle of healing right now with our hand on our heart, taking this breath of love and gratitude, partnered up with the higher Holy Spirit self, aligned with divine grace, one with God is a majority. So we're declaring ourselves available that we are willing and available to take a stand for love in our own heart, in our own mind. And to be free, to be radiant, to be luminous with love. And to release cherishing ourselves as a victim, as a hamster on a wheel. And instead, cultivating the strength the strength to take a stand for love, to shut our mouth when we move into defensiveness, to invoke the Holy Spirit when we move into defensiveness. Right now, what we are recognizing is that this power and this strength is within us. The kingdom is within. It's pre-installed and we know it and we're grateful. So grateful to share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone. In grace and gratitude, we joyfully include our family, our friends, our coworkers, all of our brothers and sisters. We stand for love, now and forevermore. In gratitude we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, Have a great week. I love you, and I hope I get to see you somewhere soon. Thanks for joining me today.
3: Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Rev. Joan Gattuso. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies, either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened.
0: This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity.